0: I believe that there's a special message this morning by our, our pastor from Indonesia, who believes that there is a special message, who wants to be blessed this morning. And so our speaker will introduce himself before our service begins. I we welcome him this morning. Shalom, Mr. and Mrs. Very happy that I'm able to be here with all of you. Oh, I want to just correct it that I am I'm not a pastor, but I believe that all of us are servants of God. I'm one of the leaders in um, Abel of Jakarta, and I came with my family. I will introduce them to you. And so today I'll give you a message What God has Has spoken to me This is our life These days Just like a person Who is living at the edge Of the cliff That's why because We have to put our life 100% 100% in God because our life is so fragile and if we take the different, uh, wrong step we'll be we'll fall and I believe that all of you in this room want to be the best want to be better than you were before just before that I will introduce myself this is my family big family four of us here so this is my youngest and that's the eldest and that's my wife and that's myself I keep seeing everyone everywhere and everybody keep asking me how come your kids can be so big but yet um, the parents are still so small and so they ask the first son they ask the first one how come your first child can be so big because we make it really serious we made him really serious at, at start and so the second thing so how come so how come the second one can be so big well because i gave all we had when we made him so a few months we had ministry in Nusa Kambang over there and and there was actually a few jails in that place and it was very worrying and the team was actually divided and had a chance to to serve those who have actually been jailed and can you imagine how can you minister to those who almost get a life sentence but regardless of that all of them has hope still and even from their life sentence and a lot of things have happened there we the minister them in the jail, and I can tell you that there is in a the jail. There is a lot of servants of God, and I can tell you there are a lot of them here because that is why we cannot misunderstand that God is able to be there. God's presence are able to be there. For example. ministry in jail is also becomes very interesting because I can see that even our lives there are a lot of challenges and you have heard that the root of all problems is money and if we, we count money in a sense and you can see it here these people have so many problems in finding a job these problems are searching for jobs and it's very difficult for them and even in in this is in UK and even in UK people can actually uh, look for jobs and uh, they actually do this sort of things it's not that they don't graduate from a good university but these people actually are begged for people to interview them and can you imagine and this is very difficult this is how difficult people are finding jobs and even they pass the interview it doesn't guarantee that they can get a job so it is very difficult and so I want to give you a message so what is happening so these are the really difficult problems that we face in finding jobs and so for those of you who are able to uh, who have a job at the moment, have to give thanks. If we haven't worked, we also have to give thanks. Because that is the chance we, we keep learning and keep moving forward. And so because a lot of people lose their jobs because the, the progression of technology these times, And there is a clip here how shopping and technology in shopping can affect future jobs. So can you imagine that a lot of people will have trouble finding jobs? So can you imagine a big shop like that? Who is working at that place? Only one person. So in these days in Indonesia, even um, recently, I just bought a long pants. The shop is so big, they have a big shop because they have a lot of stock, they have a lot of inventory. And those kind of materials, it's very hard to be obtained. And so it is very difficult for one person to take care of such a big shop. And even in here as well. And let's say, if you go to a shopping center, you want to try on clothes. How many clothes do you bring into the fitting room? Maybe maximum five pieces. It's the same thing in Indonesia, three to five pieces. And sometimes they, and sometimes the shopkeepers actually take the clothes in front of your, um, the feeding rooms. And in those, if you can see those technology, once it's taken over, the world and there's no need to actually fold the clothes back once you have tried on clothes and you have to fold them back. and it's not that you will have to afford them it's you can see that the shopkeepers will not be needed anymore in the future and even in the factory as well but you can see that in the future shopping can be so much easier and you can just order online and it can be just delivered the next day and so that means if we do not have a special ability how can we succeed in the future i want to tell you that even though you have passed the first screening let's say the interview does that guarantee you will get the job maybe not maybe they've the company is only needing one person at that point it can be 20 30 we don't know and that doesn't mean that once we pass the interview you can actually get the job as you can see in this video clip here. you can you can imitate such thing when all your friends just just chase away and y- only you can actually get the job but yeah just pay attention to to this picture who who thinks that when you see the the circle is actually turning around put up your hand if you see that the the, the picture is moving put up your hand Who thinks this picture is actually wavy? There's a wavy motion. And there is an interesting thing. This test is actually used by the jails in US. And there's a correlation. And all this wavy and all this movement And there is a speed once you experience the fast speed in looking at these pictures that means you're experiencing heavy stress so if it's moving or if it's moving fast or waving stress that means you're having stress (laughs) and just then i can see pastor Agus actually put up his hand but i believe that there is a way out because we still live here and if we live in this world, of course, it is normal for us to be stressed. And for those of you who never put up your hands, that means this—that means the motion was too fast, and you had just too much stress to handle. So what do I? So what do you have to do? So. So it says in Deuteronomy thirty two ten, Deuteronomy thirty two ten, it says he found them in a desert land, in an empty, howling wasteland. He surrounded them and watched over them. He guarded them as his most precious possession. And so in the desert land, there's uh, and there's no place that you you can get water. And this is, in other words, it's like those of you who are living in problems and is being surrounded by problems just like in a desert land so wherever you ask for help nobody actually listens to you it seems like nobody is helping you even if you ask your other friends in school even if you ask to the pastors in church as well, it seems like there's no one who can answer you and these kind of people who are actually experiencing problems but but God says in he says he surrounded them and watched over them and he guarded them, and so he knows all your problems are your economical problems, your jobs, your family and because it says he surrounded them, God surrounded these people. He never forsake us and He never left us. And He not just surrounded them and He watched over them, He guarded them. And so, more to that, He actually guarded them just like His own eyes. And that is how good God is. Whatever storm that you are facing in these days, do not be afraid because God is near. Is close to you because He is able to look at you and He is able to guard you and He is able to watch over you. And how wonderful our God is. Even though you are facing problems, even though you are experiencing stress, but the Word of God says He never left us and He always guarded them and He's always with us. So, what is the part that we have to do? So, it says, this life is simple, so you have to live simply. You love generously, and you care deeply. You speak kindly, and you leaving the rest to God. Let all God's parts, let Him do all those things, and we just live this life simply. And those needs, those wants, and to love the people around us. And the everything else, just leave it to God. The first thing that we have to do is believe. In Proverbs sixteen twenty, Proverbs sixteen twenty says Those who listen to instruction will prosper Those who trust the Lord will be happy That is, if we listen to the instruction Then you will prosper And those who trust the Lord will be happy if we listen to the good instructions, it will be you will prosper. But if you trust the Lord, that's the thing, you will be happy. And this is a promise that God gave to us. Who believes this promise? This is a promise that God gives to us. Because trusting is not just about trusting that, but it's actually more than just trusting, more than believing. It's not just believing, it's to trust our life in the Lord. And by surrendering our problems to God, and that is what trust means. It's not just to believe, but it is to trust the Lord. And it is not easy. So what does it mean by trusting? So I will give an example, a story. I believe that we have, we have heard a story about Niagara Falls. Who has been to the Niagara Falls? So Niagara Falls is from, from one corner to the other end. is so far that it seems that there's no end. And there's a place that they actually facing each other. And this Niagara Falls is very deep. And the water is so strong. And do you think if you fall inside there, will you die or not? Yeah. You know, you will not. <laughs> you will just not be able to, you will just not be able to make it if you fall into the water. So clearly, if you fall in there, if you will pass away. And so the 18th century, there is, Someone who's named Blondin. This person, Blondin, he is an acrobatic from a country, from the European country, who actually went over there. He has done acrobatics. He has done acrobatics in so many lives in the lakes, in the ponds, in the buildings, and this time he wants to do a demonstration. He wants okay, he wants to do acrobatics in between where the Niagara falls um, from one end to the other, and to actually put a, an, a steel, a string made of steel to be able to walk on it. And you can see so many people actually went over there to actually have a look. And even people has has heard that this blondin has done so many acrobatics, but all these people went over there to look, and he actually did. He walked from one end to the other end on top of that steel a string, but not just by itself. But he was actually carrying a sack on his back, on his shoulder, and he actually walked. And so many. And so many were was, was so worried, and so many even actually bet themselves if, if he falls, if he doesn't fall. And then some people also may pray that no nothing nothing bad will happen in the day. And you can imagine that you can see so many people has gathered in that place to view, to, to look, to see what happens to the the steel the the string made of steel and considering the experience experience that he has and blondin with a sack on his shoulder he was able to cross over and even though he actually went back to the other corner and everybody was clapping their hands was so shocked was so awed by uh, by his by his achievement and he said that whoever believes that I am able to cross over again and I will be safe so he asked everyone who believes that if I cross over once again I will cross over safely and everybody everybody there they raised up their hand because they have seen that they have gone through that and uh, he has gone through that. And so one more time, he asked them, who believes that if I cross over, once this time, once again, I will be safe. And everybody believed him. And so Blondin just become calm for a while. And he said, and he said, okay, and I will, I I'll put, put down my sack, and I will invite those of you who believes those who bel- who said you believed to go on my shoulder and then walked with me and and everybody there just kept quiet, none of them said anything and Blondin asked again, so come on, who believes who believes put down I put down my sack, you go on my shoulder, but none none of them actually said something and and for a little while there's someone who actually raised their hand so he got onto blondin's shoulder and everybody was so worried was so afraid even in, in the middle uh, in the middle of the way even this winds that sweeping through and blondin actually be, was able to cross over safely and every everybody Asked that person who got onto the shoulder, Are you crazy? Are you, have you been fired by your boss or something? Did you want just to have a suicide to go onto Blondin's shoulder? How, how can you be so daring? And that person said, I dare because I believe and I know exactly who Blondin is. And I believe my life with him. So what is the message here? And to believe and to trust. It it may be similar, but to trust it is more than just believing. And so the word of God says Psalms twenty five fourteen. Psalms twenty five fourteen says, Friendship with the Lord is reserved for those who fear him. And with them he shares the secrets of his covenant. See so you can see the word of God he says, He shares the secrets of His covenant. And if we believe and if we trust not just believing in Him, He will share the secrets of His covenant. Just like, just like you and your wife, just like you and your family. If you have a close relationship with your family or with your spouse, he or she or they will be able to share their secrets. And even though if we, even though if we, as if we're living in a, in a desert, but don't you worry because we have a God And it says in Psalms that he will share his secrets. So I will invite my wife to come up. I just now I have said that I, um, I'm i actually not a, a pastor, but I'm a, uh, a um, part of a uh, servant of God. And we have been together... Um, Husband and wife. Oh, we have we've known each other since high school, and but we actually went out um, in went out in uh, in secret dating in secret. And so we actually grow in a church. I became a leader in one of the churches, and and I am also a C- CEO. Of a company as well, and also one time that I experienced an accident at that time when I was p- I was playing a um, a ride, a sort of ride where you sit on a sit on a little boat and it turns and and there's water that's sweeping you through. So that is when you actually have a, stre- um, a good, a good strength and um, a good stretching ability, and and I actually got onto one of those. And my my spine um, sort of got stuck because um, there was a bump that I went through. And because I am a doctor, I went to the hospital and um, I did. Is MRIs, MRIs scans, and it says that my, um, one of the bones, my backbones also has has moved a little bit, and so what happens in my body and there is actually a lump and um, as big as a, a chicken egg, and so even the the greatest, the greatest doctor can 't even um, examine me because he was so deep inside the body. And I never even knew that there is something in my body. And because I experienced that accident, and, and then I realized. And therefore, sometimes we don't understand. But behind anything, any bad things that, that happen, there's always something good behind it. And so I actually asked a few of my friends, um, professors, just don't you worry, just leave it as is. And five years ago, I decided to have an operation and at that time when he was taken out when the operation has finished one two days my wife was being called in and i knew i knew why the doctor didn't want to let me know because he was afraid that i i can get shocked because when you have a critical disease or um a dangerous thing that's something wrong with you they won't really let you know but instead they let your family know And so therefore, um, the family will be able to to let the one who's sick to to know. And so therefore, just uh, just let me know it's okay. And five years ago, when after the operation, and there is actually a um, a tumor, a dangerous tumor. and sometimes it can it can it can always come back and three is after that time and because you you go to the ph- i went to the pharmacy i went to the doctors to just to have a chat but but i looked at my stomach and and it just became it came bigger and i was thinking well it's a, it's, it's normal i thought it was normal Because there is a syndrome, is seven B, and s- this syn- this this syndrome, um, those people who are sixty and over, you normally experience this. <laughs> and normally the um, the ears, you have trouble hearing as well. And also, you see a sign that maybe your eyes is experiencing a, a blur, and you see the stomach is growing, growing bigger. And also, another symptom that you maybe even more talkative than usual, and your your heart, your heart is beating faster than normal. So Mia, yeah, maybe yeah, this is normal. And um, they exa- examine me, and there is an actu- uh, another tumor. But then the doctor uh, said before operation, I suggest I suggest that you do another PET scan, and it's from the the bottom of your feet and to to on top of your head, and there's a radioactive. Um, and at a time you can actually see the tumor is actually there. And um they suggested me that you have it have the operation overseas, which is in Singapore. And so what happens in um what happens in um if I go to the hospital in Bangkok? And so my doctor said, no, don't don't go to Bangkok because Bangkok, and to actually have cosmetic surgery, it is okay, but you can't you can't go there. And so I was thinking, well, what about if I go to J- Japan? Oh, they suggested me, no, don't go to Japan. And and so. And so, um, also this doctor actually suggested me to to have my operation in Switzerland. And it's rarely that doctors normally tell you to to have operation in Switzerland. And I applied my visa. And the first problem that I experienced that. And after the. Um, after the. Because when I applied the visa, I had uh, my doctor actually helped me to put in a letter to say that um, I was sick, and I had to pay a certain amount of money, a big amount of money, to actually guarantee because because then uh, Switzerland is not a a poor country; it's a rich country. Therefore, because we have a lot of connections with the doctors, then. I was being operated in German, and it was very difficult. And it was difficult times back then. And the tumor was actually behind my back. And so, when I'm actually able to stand in front, up here in this place, because it is because of the grace of God, and I'm very thank and thankful. And even at that time, I wasn't even sure that I was able to see my family, my um, see my wife. But, but. Uh, but then God actually gave me the strength, and, ch- and so why do I tell you all of this? Because the operation that I went through was really long. It's seven hours, and if it's in Indonesia, in Australia, if you have appendicitis surgery, appendicitis surgery, uh, a lot of people w- are able to actually go into the surgery room. But over there, and over there, even when I entered into the operation room, even they told my wife to actually go home. And um, they said that they will let my wife know through the phone once the operation was done. And even if you're in front of the operation room, you can't do anything. And um, they've, told, they've asked my wife to go home. I listened that my husband was sick and we felt that the world was like falling apart and I was asking God what sin have I made that I have to experience these sort of things and at that time I was praying to God uh, that my husband can experience this type of tumor And that God told me that I want to make a miracle in your life and it's not a kind of miracle that the tumor is just immediately gone but I felt that God was speaking to me all the time and especially in the language that I was influenced in in the language and there's there was actually someone who were willing to send us to the hospital and to send home, and many times, and actually believe that it was the angel of God who has sent that person who has done all of of those things to us. And then that person was actually willing to sacrifice uh, his or her time to do that. And then actually I was able to go through that with my friends in Indonesia as well. And with their prayers that I was able to be encouraged. And God made me able, made us able to go through that and therefore my husband can be healthy up until at this stage because because grace of God has fallen upon us thank you, God bless and even though you may even though you may see that when you're healthy it's 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 all good, but at that time when I was experiencing the sickness when every time when I consume something, I have to throw it out, I have to throw up and throw everything out and it is it was such a grace and I actually I spoke to the professor's wife, and it is it is a very difficult surgery. and then and then that person actually experienced a an operation not just seven hours that i experienced but instead they experienced 12 hours and it's and it's to operate lung cancer and and basically this 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 person was being operated and and basically oh sorry the heart sorry the heart it's a cancer of the heart and and that person i was asking oh whether that that person actually lived and and it was actually done on uh, hundreds of patients there and even i was very i was very proud by such person by these people who have gone through all these operations and god has made all these Surgeons in Indonesia has become so humble, and will be able to obtain a specialist from there as well. And so, at that time, I so believed that that, that there is a miracle at some point. But I just believed, I just trusted God, because God has an individual plan for our lives. So, what do we have to do, believing? Um, other than trusting in God so Proverbs 9 so sometimes we as the children of God the children of God we take things for granted So in Proverbs 19, two, it says, those without knowledge is no good, and a person who moves too quickly may go the wrong way. And that sometimes you you, have the God, you you treat God's treatment as being the wrong way. So if you see... If you hear that even the birds even the birds in the sky God takes care of us but I want to ask you if God takes care of the birds so what does birds do birds when does birds wake up birds does birds wake up with alarm clock do we do we wake up with an alarm clock birds doesn't use alarms if us we turn off our alarm clocks and those birds in the sky if they have a problem do they stop and sing (laughs) oh do they stop singing but if it's us do we complain instead If these birds if the little if the little birds actually made uh, something messy, and what this, what does this birds do do they do they tell of the, their, their children no so what do we do in, 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 in the morning do you open your your word of God or do you do you open up your blackberries or do you open up your newspapers? But what does birds do in the morning they, when they wake up? They sing. If you want to become the birds like in the sky, once you wake up, you have to sing praises to God. Do not complain whatever happens. So you, do you want to be blessed like the birds in the sky? So even in the Word of God, do not stop learning. And as you can see, Even the Irian Jaya people, they're actually learning, even to use Facebook. And this is a few years ago, we went to Irian Jaya to um, have ministry there. I took this inspiration, even Irian Jaya, even they were able to learn all this technology and maybe ask the person next to you. And to, uh, praise God. 1 Thessalonians 5:18 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. 1 Thessalonians 5:18 And it says, no matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So, so even if you have a, a chubby wife, it's okay, because then you will get warm in the night. Just be, be thankful that you have such things. If you have already got a job, be yeah. thankful that so you have a so job. People, and one time there is a mother who got on a, a ship that, that got stuck in, in the middle of the water. And all of the water in that water has died, but except that one person. And even though. And so, yeah, so, so there was two people on, on, on the ship. And because there is was no, no end, it doesn't seem that there's no end, there's no signs. But there's this uh, um, old, an old granny that was so joyful that doesn't really care what's happening around her. So, and then she said, if I am safe, I am thankful with god because i'm able to see my youngest child but if god and if god and if god says is has me to 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 die in this place and i am able to see my husband and my first child and therefore so be thankful in whatever you do Maybe in Jakarta you you complain with busways and stuff like that. So just let's have a look. So be thankful of what you have. So even here, the transport here is so much better. And so the last one, we have to always be enthusiastic. 40, 29. Isaiah 40:29. Isaiah says he gives power to those who are friend and one out and he offers strength to the weak and so God gives the solution to your problems just on the right time and do not stop being enthusiastic and do not get tired just keep on being enthusiastic because he gives the power Oh, so and it's I awesome so what my message is today in the midst of all problems whatever happens in your lives whether it's problems that you're experiencing with your family maybe it's problems that you're experiencing with your job or your financial wise do not worry just to be the best and so the first one we have to believe we have to trust in God and the second one is to be thankful to God and the third one is we have to keep being enthusiastic and do not stop being enthusiastic. And do not stop to learn, do not stop being skillful, increasing your skills. And I will show you a clip, a clip of movie, even though there's no text, but the the movie is Mandarin, but you're able to understand what's being done, how difficult this person is experiencing life but this person has never given up. So just then that that woman has so many limitations in her life but that doesn't discourage her in doing things that she does in her daily life even she serves the environment around her as well if you think about it God has given you a perfect glimpse and that therefore may this clip encourage you even more you will be thankful with God doesn't matter and do not think that even your problems your problems as if you're living in a desert God guards us as well. God will not be let you to go into the deep problems that you can never face in the promises and the promises His secrets He will share to us if we have the Word of God inside us day and night. Let us sing this song again.